0: And welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Sunday, the sixth of February. My name is Ben. Joining me on the line is Andrew. How you doing, mate? Good
1: evening, mate. I'm all right. How are you?
0: Good evening to you too. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine, thank you. Another, uh, another lovely result for the Blades, making it three wins in a row. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hope you're ready, mate, because we're it's February now. Uh, after that mm. Birmingham game, obviously. And we're going to pack them in. We have got what is it? Seven league games this month. One, two, three, four, five, yep. six, seven league games. Blimey! Yeah. In in the shortest month of the year, which means we're uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be banging out a podcast every like three and a half days on average, I suppose. So, um, yeah. are, are you ready? As your as your voice? I'm fully ready. Prepared? I'm ready. I'm
1: ready. I mean, it helps that we're on a good run. Mm. So I think it, it's weird that you for, sort of forget. I think over the last couple of years because we've been so bad. You sort of forget how much a win does lift your mood, and it might sound a bit sad or whatever, but it does. It makes you. I've watched all the football this weekend because we won. Not done that for ages.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely does. Um, yeah. So we're going to be we're going gonna to try and be relatively lean in February. I think in our, our podcast content, we're not going to. Yeah. Well, we're going to try not to blar on too long. So uh, yeah. Feel the uh, feel the the quality rather than the quantity. I think we should
1: probably just skip the first half, then, if we're going, <laughs> if we're going on time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there is that. So Birmingham played at St Andrews on Friday, a two-one win for United, and uh, I'm impressed, mate. I've got to say, I did not. I I, I was pretty concerned uh, about our chances of winning this game, and. Uh, uh, obviously, it could it could have gone differently if a few things had, had gone differently during the game. But another win that's what is that five out of seven for Heckingbottom, yeah,
1: or is it six out yeah. of eight? I, in I, I saw a Middlesbrough fan say, um, because I was just looking what they were saying about that Spence actually from Forest because he obviously played well again today. I'm like, why is he on loan at Forest? But anyway, that's a tangent. But I uh, was just on their forum seeing what they were saying, and one of them said worrying how Sheffield United are quietly going about the business. And it, it even feels like that to, to me, that we're quietly mm. sort of climbing the league.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, it's eight games for Heckingbottom in the league, by the way. It's nine, obviously, mm-hmm. in the Wolves game. But in terms of league mm-hmm. games, yeah, six out of eight wins. And obviously, yeah. I think five out of those eight games have been away as well. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've seen
1: people six, say, eight. yeah, you're right. Yeah, five, only like five, five two home eight. games, it's, right? Yeah, been... only two home games, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah, good yeah. job. Yeah. yeah, so I've seen people say, you know, that, oh, he's been a fairly nice run, which it has. You know, mm-hmm. take Fulham out of it. We've played Cardiff, Luton. Luton are all right, obviously, but, um, you know, Bristol City, uh, Birmingham, they're all lower mid-table teams. But we've had most of them away. And to pick up three points, you know, you get points at those places, you'd be fairly content. Maybe not Peter, but, you know, picking a point. up for- Forrest, who everyone's raving about, for instance, today, went to Cardiff last Sunday and lost.
0: Yeah. I know that. So
1: you know, you you i probably taken a point
0: against Birmingham, especially at one 0 <laughs> Yeah, our uh, our draw at the City Ground, which obviously was under Jukanovic, not um, mm. uh, uh, not Heckingbottom, looks looks a lot better now. I think. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, it felt pretty. It the really time does, yeah. Um, yeah, Birmingham. Um, you know, we 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 have a terrible record at Birmingham. I think the away thing is is such a big like winning these games away is such a big deal. Yeah. And also, Hacking yeah. Bottom has now won as many games as Yukanovich uh, did in, <laughs> that's absolutely uh, in, mad, isn't in it? the league. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's right. We have got twelve wins, right? And he's yeah, you're right. In. Yeah, you're
1: completely right. Because you said it to me, and they mentioned it on the uh, on Quest yesterday. The not top twenty guys were on. So, He's doing a really
0: good job. And uh, yeah, things seem to be the the whole atmosphere around the club is is completely changed, as I sort of alluded to last week. And yeah, this to me, I don't know. I don't know. if... I mean obviously on paper it's not as impressive a win as going to Fulham and, and beating them but no. it, it's kind of for me personally it does feel like a real um what's the word I'm looking for here just like a like a watershed kind of thing like that yeah, was
1: yeah the game kicked off and I were in the pub watching it and uh, and I said as soon as it kicked off it's like I, I hate Birmingham really? away <laughs> just that sort of I hate watching their games anyway on Friday night. So I don't know why, even when we're not involved. But I, they always seem to play Friday night and there always seem to be dull, you know, windy games, bobbling pitch and stuff like that. And obviously it's down to our record there that I, I really don't like playing Birmingham. But, um, yeah, I think that we... I, as soon as it kicked off and it, and it went the way it did, where we had a, I think we had a good start to the game without creating anything. Then Birmingham got back into it, and then I, so I think as soon as Birmingham went one 0 up, I thought, well, yeah, that's United at Birmingham. Mm. So it might not seem like a fantastic win to any neutrals. Maybe they might think, well, yeah, you know, Birmingham struggled this season, but not just our record there, but they're better than they than they should be. They, they are better than they are in the league table. I'll be surprised if they finish that low.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you know I rattled off all those numbers last week that sort of showed the they seemed there's a lot of evidence to suggest they're much further down the league than they probably should be, and yeah, mm-hmm. may, maybe that's luck. Maybe it's just uh, you know bad defending or bad finishing in critical moments, as I as I mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, I
1: looked at the team before kickoff and I'm like, yeah, he's good, he's good, yeah. I like him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a decent side.
0: Yeah, and they, and they have strengthened as well. I mean, that's the other thing. And mm. you know, Hernandez comes yeah. in. Taylor's obviously a yeah. new signing. He's got he's got two and two now. Uh, it's uh, oh, who's the lad that got on loan that was brilliant against us at, um, at the lane? Uh, Chong, is it Chong? Uh, Chong. Yeah, Chong he's, yeah, he's obviously still out at the minute. Yeah they, yeah, they they will climb the league. And I, yeah, we, you know, I think there was a lot of reasons why I didn't think we'd. Uh, Get a win here. Previous record, ah, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. Had that sort of uh, you know, quite aggressive pressure, get it forward quickly, you know, chuck it into the box. Although it does seem, you know, they are saying on the commentary. I don't, you probably can't hear this in the pub, I guess, but they're saying that you know, no. Booyah was trying to get them to sort of uh, tone down the long throws a little bit and you know, play in a bit more of a measured way. And I was like, th- I
1: didn't actually no because I, I mean. They didn't bombard us with them as much as they did at Bramall Lane. Every mm. time they got a throw, I didn't think, here we go. I, to say that, in the last like five minutes, every time we kicked it out from a throw in, I were like, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, they just love it in. But I don't think they created a single chance of any of the throws, did they? Not
0: that I can think of now. A couple that sort of just got flicked To be honest, I think soon. they only
1: really created, what, two proper chances? The goal and then the one straight after.
0: Yeah, and this is why I'd say, you know, we did we did ride our luck a little bit, but, you know, that's football, isn't it? It happens in yeah, most yeah, yeah. games. I could probably point to pretty much, well, maybe not pretty much, but certainly half of the games we've lost this season and say, well, if that had gone differently, you know, yeah. we, we would get a point or a win out of that one. So, I mean, Fodringham dropping one in the first half. Uh, yes. as, as you said, we could pre- very easily have gone 2-0 down just after conceding. Mm. Uh, Bogle got away with a handball in the box, which... Yeah. I mean obviously obviously wasn't trying to handball it, but um it probably should have been given. Like it, Yeah, it should
1: have been a pen. I think as well we we equalised it at a really good time. I think if it had gone mm. on an extra ten minutes, you, you don't know do you
0: There may well be something in that for sure. Um so we made three uh three changes to a win never change a winning team is what some people yeah, say. Yeah, surprising. I don't believe that. Well, I thought we were
1: a really surprising team. how what surprised you? I, I didn't expect Fleck to or Berger to come in at all, to be honest. Mm. I thought we might change it around to a degree. and bring, I thought McGoldrick could play um, up front with Sharp or whatever and then enjoy behind. I didn't expect both Fleck and Berger to come in. I, I think I probably expected Uran to to keep the shirt. I know it's obviously rotation with the games and stuff, but I think I probably expected pretty much the same team But did in for uh, Brewster.
0: Mm. So those changes were, as you said, Fleck and Berger both start. Fleck's Flake made an appearance at Peter Bridden, which I believe is the first time he's um uh, yeah. certainly played in the league since he collapsed at Reading. So yeah. it's great to see yeah. him start a game and uh, It was. And I think did he got down of the minutes?
1: game like a lot of them did.
0: Did he manage? I think he managed to ninety minutes, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Excellent stuff. Uh and the other one was Ben Davis, who finally mm-hmm. uh reappears and it's straight into the team. So that's mm-hmm. encouraging on uh, uh I, I guess a, a personal level for him. Um well, yeah. you know. From from our perspective, that you know suggests that he's uh is in a better place with whatever was um you know whatever was going on in the last couple of months. Um, mm. I think I've got this right. I, it looks like we kind of returned to flat three in midfield from our um, Premier League heyday with uh, yeah Norwood and those two. Uh, and Jai obviously pushes up more up front with Sharp, although he was a bit
1: more... I don't know, he dropped off quite a bit as well and got, got involved. I think he played sort of what McGoldrick played in the Premier League, mm. if you know what I mean, where he sort of popped up a bit everywhere. But he technically on the team sheet, is a striker. I was expecting Berger to play much more further forward, actually, than he did.
0: Yeah, I mean, the first half, I thought we were... I thought we were the better team, but I mean, did we, we didn't have a single shot, right, in that no. first half? Uh, no. And... Didn't totally look threatening. It was, yeah, it was a, a really poor game for the first half, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it was. I think the only note, probably the only really notable thing was Njai uh, causing all sorts of problems for, uh, is it Mengi, the centre half? Who yeah, I one of the was best a disaster. fans that
1: he played like. Yeah, well, he said he played like as a boot heel player still left on the table.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a, a disaster waiting to happen. Um, mm. Yeah, and I guess Birmingham sort of got away with it a little bit. But, yeah, and Jai... Uh... <laughs> just gets like rugby tackled on the touchline and Keith Stroud here he is uh declines to give a free kick and then I think this is is later on isn't it where he uh and Jai robs the guy in the box basically and gets yeah. gets tripped up from behind and I suppose he he exact the fact he sort of exaggerates it a little bit and Jai probably yeah. goes against him I mean it's a Put pretty
1: Clinton Morrison yesterday, for whatever you think, said that he thought he tried to stay on his feet, which made it look more like a dive. Yeah. If that makes sense. So he's trying to stay up and he stumbles, so it looks like he's throwing himself to the ground. I can sort of... I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I can sort of forgive Shroud for not getting that decision. It's one of those... You see him a lot, those sort of things, and they do not give him Without VAR, you know, it's one of those... What I can't get my head around is how he didn't give a foul on the build-up at yeah. all. Was that part
0: of the same move?
1: It was the same yeah. thing, yeah. It was the same... Yeah, it was the build-up where he sort of... <laughs> He's all over him, Menge. And then he gives nothing. And then somehow, and Jack gets on the ball again, gets into the box. And, you know, it's, it is a pen. But split-second decision, you know, it's not – I don't think it's – I don't think it's necessarily that clear that you can say that's – you know, how has he missed that one? Just one of those things that happen in a game. But the bit before, I had no idea how I didn't even – he should have at least pulled it back for a free kick.
0: Yes, yeah, very, very diplomatic of you there. I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that assessment of, uh, of the referee's decision. Um, let's talk in Jai a bit more here um, before we get to the, the real action of the game in the second half. I can't. I just can't praise this kid enough. Like I'm so he's he is a really smart player already. You know, for someone who's not gone through the like the football education that. Like Brewster has, for example, yeah. you know, in terms of he's gone through like an academy He really hasn't had yeah. much senior experience and he's not or... through
1: the levels neither he's not a That's he's exactly not someone what I mean. like yeah, he's not someone like Jevison who's sort of been on loan for instance, half a season. this is his first season in professional football. the way that he
0: presses is so intelligent, and like by that I mean not just not just like when to do it, but the actual. Action of pressing. I mean he's going like mm-hmm. there's so many times ty- and it absolutely infuriates me in football, like whether I'm whether it's my team or I'm just watching a you know game that I'm a Neutral where you know where the defender shields the ball and the striker touches him and the defender goes down, the referee always gives a free kick. And Jai doesn't really do that. He he gets, you know, he does get physical with defenders, but he mm-hmm. not to the extent where they give fouls. And so many times he's causing problems where they where he either gets the ball. Off them
1: in a really dangerous place yeah. or, or forces yeah. them to clear it. Um and I think the other I think he they, they definitely target him as yeah. all teams are at the moment. I think Birmingham wanted to rough him up because it's oh, understandable, you know, I'm not gonna blame him for that. Was, this young lad, twenty one year old, you know, looks slight, he's the main sort of threat in, in a creative sense in terms of the, the only player him and Bogle are the only players who are gonna run with the ball. Go, you know, rough him up. See what he can, mm. and I think he came came through it with flying colours
0: yeah that's a that is a real like uh, you know tick for me that he got through that I think I said I think I text you in the first half actually like, mm. if he gets mm. if N'Jai gets through this game without getting a frustrated retaliation yellow card yeah. he'll have done very yeah. well and he yeah. I suppose in fairness he nearly did get one when um, Oh God, Roberts the, Roberts it is yeah yeah <sighs> lands on him uh, in the second half and then puts his arm around his neck as as N'Jai's trying to get back up. And then there's a big melee, obviously, after that. And I thought N'Jai was going to get booked for that. Even though he didn't actually do anything wrong, yeah. it just seems like the sort no, of thing. No, no,
1: it? but it's just the sort of thing you see in it. Yeah, just book both players. But perhaps a will get getting booked.
0: Yeah, for for charging in there. Um, yeah. But that's I really... I know he didn't play the full 90 minutes again, N'Jai, obviously, but... Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I really did feel Birmingham targeted him physically. Not, you know, they weren't. It wasn't dirty. And as you said, I think it's. I think it was the right approach. To be honest, I would hope that we.
1: Yeah, I'd like. I'd like to have seen us. I'd like to have seen us do that earlier in the season to certain players. Mm. You know, where where they sort of run past us, just like get stuck in and at least rough them up to a degree where you're, you're going to put them off. Um, yeah. Really excited for Gibbs White to come back with NJ because I think Ngai has come on massively since second bottoms manager, and I think. I don't know what teams will do because there is two people on Jai pretty much all the time. Yeah. But Gibbs White there again—they're not going to be able to do both.
0: Oh, I'm literally rubbing my hands into the microphone. There, so <laughs> that, is, that is very spicy. And uh, yeah, Gibbs White is back in training as of um, late last week, mm. wasn't he? Didn't make the team, obviously.
1: Um, I would expect expecting to be on the bench, but I imagine that we're going to be really careful, which is the right move. Maybe yeah. he'll play. Maybe he'll play on on Wednesday. Maybe he'll come straight in. I don't know.
0: Watching that I'd like to see that, um, mm. but yeah, really, um, you know, just a, another sort of um, plus for N'Jai there. I thought that he got he got through that without being, you know, he, he was roughed up, but he just kept coming back for more and not getting, yeah. you know, a bit sort of snide and leaving his foot in himself and yeah, not reacting in a way that Birmingham wanted him to react. Basically, you know, that's that's.
1: Before I forget, by the way, he got. I don't know if you saw the the, the top twenty one under twenty ones outside the Premier League. Yeah, him and Jefferson, uh, right? Yeah, him and Jefferson made it, and uh, I I watched the program actually, and uh, mm. yeah, they basically said he can be anything he wants to be, which is a bit of a cliche, but he's right. I think they were sort of surprised at how much he's just taken to it. I think, as yeah. we've said, he's not. This is his first season in any football. He's not Adlow. He's not Martin Davis, who's had three loan spells or whatever, or even Regan Slater or Tyler Smith. You know, the players who have left, or uh, uh, Harrison Neal, who's playing now and Liverpool, all those players this is his first season it's so unusual to come straight in to a championship you know you know especially championship team open for promotion and just be that good
0: it's really exciting when you think you know I don't want to project too far but you just think like if it just continues this trajectory of development for like another couple of seasons then uh, we have a serious asset on our hands. Which we can is good. sell him for six million. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people will think that way. Like, oh, you know, he's, he's, if he plays as like much longer, he's going to get sold. Well, that's good. We don't want players to play crap and then we can't get rid of them.
1: <laughs> you can't <laughs> like, win. I've seen people yeah. say, well, he'll not be with us long. It's like, well, what do you want to do? Play rubbish. <laughs> like, <laughs> I If <don't know. laughs> uh, player's played that well in the division below and he's that young and he's got all the assets, which he clearly has, every team in the in, in the in the championship would lose that player eventually if he carries on with the form is playing.
0: yeah and and look what happened the last time we had a you know a prospect like this in david brooks yeah. you know we we flipped him for what we thought was a lot of us thought was not great money it was like twelve million no. like, all in but... And we built a fantastic promotion side. So we
1: got norwood Anderson, and egan off the back of it
0: correct Amundo. so uh yeah it's it's not always a bad thing but let's uh yeah i'm i'm enjoying enjoy game by yeah. game for sure um into that second half, then, I thought we were so much better. Um, as, oh, yeah. you, as you requested, Berger and Fleck, I thought, pushed on much, much more. And I, I liked how – I thought our midfield generally was, like, physically competitive, which is – Yeah,
1: yeah, which I wasn't expecting at all. Like, especially coming up against Birmingham, or we a physical side. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, just – just trying to win headers, you know, Norwood and uh, and Fleck, like jumping for headers, you know, getting a body on uh, the opposition. And obviously they're not winning that many of them. You know, Burgers, uh, I, didn't, I didn't mention Burger there, but he is, you know, not a physical presence really, is it uh, relative to his actual size? But, you know, actually trying is kind of all
1: you can ask for until we yeah. sign new players, basically, or unless we sign new players. So, Yeah, I thought first off him and Fleck, I thought Fleck was really trying, but looked really out of sorts, I felt. Mm. I think uh, Berger got a lot of stick, I saw, uh, at half-time, like online and stuff. And he wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but he got into a couple of four positions where his final ball weren't great. thought Fleck were pretty invisible. Second half, they both stepped it up. um, And I'll give Fleck a pass because it's his first game for... I don't even know when that Reading game was, but you know, he's going to take him a, a couple of games to get back into it. But I think the second half was the much more like the John Fleck, the, the better John Fleck that we've seen, not Jimmy Fleck. <laughs> um, and he, in you know, on another day, he gets two goals, and you, people say the poor finishes. And the first one, he should have hit it first time. Definitely, mm. he obviously waits for the defenders to get back, and the second one, he's straight at the keeper. He's got to, you know, make the keeper work harder, I think. But not many of our players get into that position from midfield, and Fleck <laughs> is one of the few who can do that.
0: Very, very few do, as we've talked about before, the, yeah. the sort of total yeah. lack of goals from midfield. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one deflected over was frustrating. That came off a good... Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a good run by Berger, actually, that, that led yeah. to that. Uh, Burger and Sharp, actually. Um, and, yeah, we, it felt like we were completely in the ascendancy and then, obviously, um, went behind, where I think Bogle was having a really poor game up to this point. Punched... I'm
1: glad you've said this, because I keep seeing people giving the man of the match, and I'm like... I thought it was shocking until, not shocking. I thought it was really poor until the last half an hour.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's entirely fair. That is really how I felt. And he sort of punctuated that that poor performance with a a really bad decision here. I mean, it's not like he, you know, passed it into you know the striker's feet inside his own penalty area. He basically, Mm. well, he tried a sort of first time pass on the halfway line that went. Pretty much straight up in the air, but it was more the timing of the fact he did it. I mean, we were so exposed here. I think Davis had pushed up. Norrington Davis had obviously pushed up as well. Yeah. So he basically chipped it over to the left-hand side of the pitch, hit it really short, and it just allowed uh, Hernandez and uh, Bakuna to break, and they slip in Taylor, who it's a good finish, to be fair. I'm not totally sure what Fodringham was doing, but it is a nice finish. No. To <laughs>
1: I'll just sit down and see what
0: happens. <laughs> I, I used to <laughs> find yeah. myself doing that sometimes in uh, like five a side where I was just like my body would just freeze up when I try and make a
1: save and I just like watch yeah. it go into the middle of the net like, and then think I think it'd, it'd be a great save if it pulled it off. It's yeah. not his fault but yeah I don't think he'd give, him the best, he'd give himself the best chance of <laughs> saving it.
0: Yeah. What did you make of uh, Lyle Taylor in this game?
1: Not great to be honest. I saw James mm. Shield tweet after saying um, oh maybe we didn't give him enough time. I think he's just an average championship player, which is better than he was with us. Yeah. I don't think we're missing any great trick by not having him. I mean, look, he scored. He's got two and two. And I think he'll probably get... He's the sort of striker I imagine will get 10 to 11 goals in the championship, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, I think that's just that just mid-table championship. I didn't realise he was 31, actually. I thought he was younger than that. Wow.
0: No, me neither. So, what? It must have been like 20... Yeah, it was like 23 when he played for us. I guess that was eight years ago, right? It was like 2013,
1: Yeah, 14. look, I, I, he might not have got a proper chance. But there's nothing Clough liked him. Yeah. And he bombed him out pretty much straight away, but yeah, he got two goals in something like fifteen games for us. I, I didn't really understand that shield tweet personally, but
0: oh, I was not keen on him as a. I didn't think he was any good at all, and that was in League One, lest we forget. Um, yeah, yeah, and he
1: yeah. has improved since then. It massively improved since then, and he yeah. takes a fantastic. penalty if you, uh, do you know the slow walk up pens that he does.
0: Oh, like uh, even Tony style. Ivan Tony.
1: Stark. Yeah, I'd like him to miss one though just to see what happens, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, he makes it one nil. Uh and like you, I thought, okay, here we go. It's the you know, the, the sort of standard one nil win to Birmingham who do seem to have a bit yeah. of a bit of a hoodoo over us at the moment. Um, yeah. we've, we've really struggled to beat them in the last well what, twelve years, was it? Two thousand and nine was our last win in any two thousand and
1: nine the last one we beat them, uh, the season they went up actually when we finished third. Huh. Um And Cottrell got, I think Cottrell got the winner with a pen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, but in 1999, uh, Warnock's first season was the last time we beat him at St. Andrews.
0: So, uh, yeah, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was where it was heading, another defeat. And um, they were so close to making it 2-0. I don't know. I mean, we just went to pieces for like, you know, Hundred
1: seconds here, basically. Didn't yeah. we, you know, we're, we're all. I, like... I were actually at the bar at this point when they scored. They scored, and I'm like, I'm already like queuing up at the bar. Then they nearly scored. And I'm like, I've only gone to the bar. What's happened? Like, <laughs> like, like three up <laughs> now. We're all, we're doing all right before that. <laughs> just seemed to lose his heads for about five minutes, I think, or whatever it was, until they scored. To us, scored. It's so probably only like more like three minutes, but
0: yeah, they just ran straight through us again. Uh, our, our back three seemed to have become a back one at this point. I don't know where the yeah. other two <laughs> thirds were. <laughs> No.
1: That second chance were just—I don't know. You thinking like there's got to be someone else that no, they're in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, that's a uh, the the goal kind of came from this and uh, and this chance as well. You know, Davies not in a defensive position, but again, I think I could give him a bit of a pass here. This is his first first football yeah. in. Like what? Three months? I don't even remember. Yeah, mistake, it's one of those.
1: He committed himself, and, and Bakuna did well. To be fair, to get to get it over him, and then yeah, and then ran through. But I thought I thought on the all Davis were really solid, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was uh solid is the word. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, with this chance, Bakuna um, side foots it straight at Fodringham. I was really thinking this is two 0 and that yeah, would have been game yeah. over. And then, as you said, we pretty much went down the other end and got an equaliser with uh, birthday boy Billy Sharp. Happy birthday, Billy, for Saturday. Yeah, yesterday, happy birthday. Yeah. 36. Scores his 10th goal of the season, You're including one uh, one League Cup goal in that. But, damn, that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this. That I think at the beginning of this season, we were talking about players we keep or whatever. It might have been the end of last season. I said, I'll definitely keep, keep Sharp. You know, game-changer. I expected him to get six or seven or eight goals mm. in a successful side coming off the bench saving his games, you know I mean, getting his point in, in games and stuff. But he's undoubtedly the best striker. And there's no... <laughs> the, you know what I mean? He's there. He's, I mean, are obviously, unfortunate well, talks we'll talk about Brewster, obviously, later. But mm. really unfortunate what's happened to him. But overall, as the season, you take each striker, you know, how they've played. Well, he's, you can't fault him. He's missed a lot of chances this season, shot by his mm. own high standards. But he's there again. You know, we don't want to get to him. And he, he's... <sighs> I can't. No words to sum up how impressive he's been this season. I think, given his age and given the fact that he was probably probably started the season as like fourth fifth choice striker, and the team was poor for a long time, and the team was awful. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so Burger. Drives with the ball—the the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh, I'm being harsh. He's done this a few times this season. When you know, the, yeah. the limited times he's been on the pitch, but he has done so this. It's so
1: frustrating because he did it a few times <laughs> in the second half, and he's just like, "You're so much better than these <laughs> players. What, what, you, just do this forever. Keep doing it."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's not how football works, is it? But I can't. No, no. I'm no, with no. you. I'm with you. I can't help feel that every like just do that every single time you get the ball. Like <laughs> you're clearly good <laughs> yeah. enough, and I think that's, I think that's why people. Maybe judge him too harshly that he doesn't do that every time because mm. you can't do that every time. Like, As in, it's it's just not possible. You? Someone will tackle yeah. you or you'll get knackered or whatever. Anyway, he does it here. It's a great run. I actually thought he was playing a through ball to Njai, who'd made a run, uh, and overhit it. But Sharp had uh, timed it perfectly. Yeah, around brilliant run from front. Sharp, that. I don't think you can that underestimate is. that run. So good. That's another one where it's like, we don't have another striker at the club who would make that run. Like, no, and a lot of people like
1: say, "Like obviously, we, he's missed a lot of chances this season." Sharp. That, I think the guys on the Tufts Club said it. That if anyone else had missed it, everyone would be like, "Sharp would have buried it." <laughs> <laughs> but I think the thing with Sharp that, like you're right, I don't think you can argue with. is the only striker who probably scores that goal because he's mm. probably the only striker we've got who makes that run. Maybe Jefferson from a couple of goals I've seen at Burton, but obviously a different level.
0: Yeah, so he slides it in on his left foot for his tenth goal of the season. I say he's. Uh... He's back to he's caught up with his his XG sharp now. Actually, I've been sort of tracking this for a few weeks. He has been underperforming, so we're right. He has missed some good chances this season, but he was, you know, to the to the extent where he was his his goals were behind his expected goals, but they are now pretty much pretty much bang in line again. So that's good. Mm. He's getting
1: up to uh, getting up to the level he needs to be. Um, He's thirty six. That's incredible because he. He doesn't he's never been fast. And I think he had a poor game last week against Peter, actually. Mm. Um and he looked a bit sluggish and it was bouncing off him. And he, he's not actually his all-round game hasn't been as good, I don't think, since Ecken come in for whatever reason that is, probably just coincidence. Because he was fantastic under slab with a everyone talks about his assists and stuff. But he doesn't look unfit and he doesn't look like he's not a player you think. I don't know the someone at his age is the sort of player in any league you bring on for the last five ten minutes and he's mm. he's every week starting and lasting ninety minutes. I don't mean, I think he came off actually in this game, but in the 89th minute, to, though, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That was purely to run the clock down, were not it, rather than yeah. anything like tactical or fitness wise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a really nice goal, as you said. It's uh, it was a good time to get it. They went ahead in the sixty first minute. They obviously had that great chance to make it 2-0 in probably the sixty third minute. We equalize in the sixty fourth. Definitely, uh, definitely helps when you when you do that. But um, yeah, lovely move, lovely finish. Then we we just took over from that point. I mean, I don't really remember Birmingham threatening for the rest of the game, to be honest. Um, now, Fleck had a, another good opening. He hit it straight at the goalkeeper, and again in transition. But you know, again, Fleck getting into the box, which
1: none of our midfielders do generally. Can we just talk, by the way, around this time? I think that Basham did his uh, Paul Gascoigne-esque oh yes. uh, chip over. Yeah. oh, I don't know what Birmingham player it was, to be fair. I liked <laughs> yeah. how they, they put it on behind the blades. Uh, it was just that oh. little clip. And then classic Basham just boots it out of play. <laughs> <laughs> he, he
0: had another good game, I think. You know, there was, a, there was a really frustrating one in the first half where he just yeah. overhit yeah. a totally simple ball to Bogle to yeah. and passed it out for a goal kick. But um, yeah. I was thinking, actually, I, we probably should give Basham and, and Egan a... A pretty sizable pat on the back for the last 10 games or so. You know, the defence has, has really tightened up, and that's been mm. with Jack Robinson generally playing there for most of the time yeah, as yeah. well. So they've... I
1: thought this would be the most difficult game they'd have mm. since um, uh, since Fulham. I know we lost to Derby and Drew with Preston, but I mean, talking like on paper, I don't even think Derby and Preston really troubled us that much. The, the, Derby Derby's... didn't. Derby scored two goals, uh, like two wonder goals. Sorry, what I mean is in terms of, I don't think Derby pulled us about and stuff like that. We made like awful individual errors and there were two wonder goals. Hmm. And I think the Preston thing was just a collapse mentally in the last 10 minutes. I think since Ekinbottom's come in, we've definitely looked far more solid. And I thought this were a massive test. Hogan and Taylor, hmm. two good strikers at this level. You know, what I mean? Like I said about Taylor earlier, probably get 10, 11 goals or whatever. Hogan's, I think Not he's already, already out of 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought it'd be a, a difficult ask for him. But, I don't think Birmingham really created anything other than that mad three minutes.
0: Yeah, it stood up well. And we just have, I mean, we just have, you know, massively reduced the amount of chances that the opposition are getting. And some of that's through not making mistakes anywhere near as much. I I appreciate there's probably people listening to this going, oh, what have you said that for? Like, clangor coming on Wednesday. But, uh, no, I'm not going to avoid saying things. Yeah, there's been no obvious errors. I
1: mean, the one you picked Bogle out for, for the goal it's poor play. It he said an obvious error like oh, the, no, 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 from no. the Slav. You know It's on I mean? the halfway uh, line.
0: It was definitely yeah, not. Yeah. Error. That's why I tried to uh, put it in perspective saying it wasn't like he you know, played a back pass and it was yeah. short or anything like that. Um, Berger somehow missed a header in the six-yard box from a free kick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. They didn't show a replay of this and uh, and
1: obviously, United's own highlights are not keen to show a replay of it. But I think I think this is on behind the blades as well. Actually, like, I think uh, I think so. I've definitely seen it back, and because uh, I didn't see it at the time who it was, I thought it might have been Egan or someone. Then, then when it was, I realised it would be obviously it were him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a baffling miss. Like he really just needed to touch it with his head, and it probably would have been a goal. But but miss yeah. it he did. And then Jaden Bogle, who I said had been having a poor game, uh, which you know would come on the back of four four or five really really good games. suddenly burst into life and scored a sumptuous goal, like finished a sumptuous team goal. Um, We should say, of course, there's a little bit, I mean, you can call it controversy because, uh, you know, Lee Bowyer obviously found it controversial. A, uh, A chip over the top from Fleck to Sharp. Etheridge rushes out and heads it clear. The flag does not go up. Uh, I believe Berger wins it, and then we go Bogle to Enjai to Norwood to Fleck back oh. to Bogle, who finishes. It's a great goal! Yeah, it was. I mean, one of the better goals we've scored this season, I think.
1: Definitely um, underrated. They said again on Quest they were not top twenty guys. And they said like it's one of the most underrated goals of the season because of Bogle's touch, but the the slow up Bogle gets it on the right, like far, mm. you know, far far on the right, and within what five seconds, he's in their six yard box. Like, yeah, and three passes have taken place, and it's a wonderful goal. And it's a great finish from him that little touch before he puts it in and stuff. Oh, so I do good. see what Bo you saying. And if it were us, don't get me wrong, but as a Birmingham fan said on the view from, they had a, plenty of time to, to sort that situation out. You know, I think that it's it's a bit I don't know. I think it's easy to say, yeah, it are offside, it looked like it was offside or marginally offside or whatever. I think, it's, I think he's sort of clutching at straws a little bit personally if you're saying that that's the reason why they lost that game, which is what he basically was saying. But maybe I'm being biased.
0: No, I, I, I agree with you, to be honest. Um, many things to, to mention. Obviously, VAR would not have overturned this because uh, I no. don't believe. I, I think they've, they've shrunk that now. You know, that wind It would be like a previous phase, yeah, if you like. Yeah, it
1: would have been a second phase of play because I think after the Birmingham player touched it, I think after the keeper touched it, classes are... Second, I think that's right. I think that's right.
0: Anyway, I think it's more just the fact we had absolutely ages of messing about with the ball. Yeah. Relatively, What's you know, keep they coming,
1: By the way, you don't have to come out. bill Sharp's not. <laughs> it's not yeah. the same ball, is it?
0: I'm not sure Sharp is actually offside either. Uh, and if there's, you know, that's one it's thing. That, one thing that VAR has taught me is you have no idea when someone is marginally offside or onside. Very <laughs> possible. I've seen. I've seen some like handmade drawings of, uh, you know, showing. Var esque lines that suggest yeah. that Sharps onside, but then you don't know if Sharps leaning over that
1: line. that I been don't drawn, know the so. side rule. I'm not going to lie. don't you know, <laughs> like it's a bit of a joke that people throw at people. I but think I the... genuinely, it's so confusing now. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. So well, I'll just yeah. Let's it went look... in our favour. So I'll not be mad about it.
0: Yeah, let's not get started on the handball rule from uh, the other game that was taking oh, place on Friday. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think the point is it was probably marginal. Uh, it's. It's not really clear that a mistake was made, even if he was offside in terms of, you know, should the flag have gone up or should play have gone on. Birmingham had ages to get set, which they sort of did anyway. We just played some lovely football. I mean, yeah, as you said that as, you know, one Bogle plays it into Engio, has a one touch layoff to Norwood, who has a, a one touch ball to Flair, who takes one touch in the box to stand it up, and then yeah, Bogle just wraps his right foot around his left leg to control it and slips it through the keepers like such a good finish. And that is I mean that's why I really like Jaden Bogle. You know, he—I thought he had a poor game pretty much up to that point. It took me like 70 minutes there, but he does that. There's no, we don't have any other wing back on either side who has the capacity to do that, and very few of our midfielders as well.
1: Well, uh, George Baldock, for all is, and he has been—he fa- is fantastic for us. He has been fantastic for us. Has He got t- three goals since he's been at United. Uh, so I can remember one
0: against Norwich one against yeah I think you're right one against Sunderland one against Swansea, Swansea. Yeah, yeah I don't remember any of this
1: I think that's it it's, it can't Bogle, be more than
0: four surely
1: well Bogle's got four this season he's not played every game and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I get the defensive side of it and he will give up chances That that's a fact and maybe against better sides maybe you bring Bogle back in I don't know but that's why he's in the team Bogle and that's why we bought him as well yeah. Because he's he's one of the only two players on that pitch for us, him and N'Jai, who could do something like that because he's got the pace and skill and trickery. And the, his finishing is really good, which he's probably like sort of underestimated how good his finishing is for a mm. for a wing back. And talking of the uh, the under twenty one, you know, the top under twenty ones or whatever, Bogle's actually younger than Njai. Yeah, he's still twenty, right? Yeah, so this is a, a real talent, Bogle, definitely. Um, and he's getting better and better and better. He's going to have bad games. He's going to have games against, like he did against Birmingham for the most part, where it don't come off and he's a bit sluggish because he's a 20-year-old right wing back. You know, he's he, he's going to happen. But really impressed with him. Um, in the since second bottoms come in. Have you been? I mean, I, you know, we sort of bandy this about, and I guess everyone does. But have you been at all
0: concerned about him defensively in the last? Well, since so Akinbottom's come in,
1: I can't think Nothing, of... Not. There's a couple of times he's switched off, but I could say that about Norrington Davis on the other side, and I don't think he's really been yeah. questioned. Norrington Davis gets questioned, I think, going forward. I think since Akinbottom's come in, Norrington Davis hasn't really been questioned in a defensive sense, and I don't think even Ender Stevens does to, to that degree. Yeah. Bogle's obviously... I think because he's so explosive going forward, you, I suppose you're like, you, your natural reaction is, well, like, he must be weak the other way. you know. <laughs> well, that's what I mean, what, and...
0: Yeah. I sort of wonder if we overplay that a little bit. I mean, because it's obviously uh, Baldock's strength is defensively and it is a strength. You know, he is a really, really good defender. Yep. So I don't know whether we're just judging it in that light of like, well, Bogle maybe he's just like an average defender with a real upside going forward. But yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. fine. Like that's that's going to do well for a lot of teams just being average
1: defensively
0: if, and really good. Wait, going it, he's
1: one of the first names on the team sheet as it stands, and that is a massive credit to him because Ballock is one of our better players as well. So
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, strange, uh, strange time to be George Ballock. I imagine he'll he'll probably get a game at some point. This yeah, year. I think it, Yeah, I think.
1: Definitely, uh, in, in the in the next month they'll play. I think they all will. I think, yeah. You know, I saw some people saying um, like, we're well, unlucky for a uh, Hoorahan to drop out after he play. He'll, he'll be playing in the next couple of games, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, that so that put us two one up. And to be honest, we saw it out pretty nicely from there. Um, McGoldrick had one opportunity <laughs> in inverted commas where he, he robs the goalkeeper on the halfway line. Yeah, I, I don't know. E- Etheridge was having a. A couple of, uh, a couple of walkabouts. Wasn't it, this bizarre, day? yeah.
1: I mean, the best thing about it, because I sort of turned away. He got the ball, and I thought he's just going to clear it. And I'm all like, sort of, I think I went to get a, like a drink of a pint or whatever. Hmm. I looked up, and he's still on the ball. I'm like, What's he doing?
0: He's going to take everybody
1: on. Yeah, um, it, yeah there was no need for him to do it. And yeah, did probably. I've looked at it back, and at the time, I'm going, "Why didn't he shoot?" And he is a bit off balance because the the guy's pushing him. And it, it might have been better to do what he did and we just win a throw in. We're winning two one, so.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, I'll take that yellow card, I think. that. Uh, I, I'm going to shout comment. McBurney out, actually. I thought he did mm. well when he came on. Yeah, yeah. me too, actually. You know, he, he, I, I sympathise with McBurney in this regard. Obviously, some of it's some of it's injury, some of it's a little bit self-inflicted, I suppose, why he's not been available for us uh, for the last year or so. Uh, on yeah. and off, anyway. Um, so he, I sympathise in the regard that he's only getting like 10, 12 minutes, and it's like, what can you do in 10, 12 minutes, you know? Mm. Especially if you're a player like him, rather than like Moussa, who's just super explosive. Yeah, but yeah, he he did everything that you would want for somebody coming on when you're defending a lead, and you yeah, you yeah, you're playing from in front. He won a couple of headers in our box, but yeah, as you say, the the work up the field was really good as well. I thought.
1: Yeah, I think it's best I've seen him play for age, which is not a high bar, I have to admit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I I really do. Maybe even the best, before, we're only 15 minutes, but maybe the best he's played since Leicester at home last season. Because <sighs> he has been really poor, obviously, and I think he'd admit that himself. Um, but yeah, he did everything that he asked and, he, and I think he looked up for it and I think he looked sort of it reminded me a little bit of the performance when he came against Palace in the Premier League and we were winning mm. 1-0 in his debut. And, um, and he was chasing down and doing what he was doing in this game. And I, I remember saying that will be an handful, this guy, you know what I mean, so fit for anyone. And obviously he never really turned out like that. But, yeah, we're going to need him. So the better he plays, the better for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yes, mate, the, the game finishes, again, second game running. We're only one goal ahead this time. but. I was pretty comfortable at the end there, yeah. to be honest. I did not feel in any danger. We weren't really in any danger, and uh, a really impressive, as I said, at, right at the top, away win. Um, yeah. y- you have an unusual stat that you mentioned beforehand that you were going to you going to break. Yes. Is, is now the time?
1: I'll I'll say this start. We've only drawn eight games out of the last seventy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There was, that. that? Was like two and a half, uh, yeah, it's about a season and a
1: half, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much for two full seasons, yeah, not not far off anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, eight games drawn, because I, the reason I looked at this is because people were saying draws are no good for us when we were, this we were at 1-1, mm. um, and, and I'm thinking, when, when was the last time we drew, and then I think Coventry at home, and then I thought, we only drew two last season, so I thought I'll have a look into it, and yeah, we've drawn eight out of the last seven, and
0: yeah, drew at uh, Preston as well, of course. Ugh. Drew at Preston, shouldn't yeah, have drew that at Preston. Shouldn't have drawn that
1: six, six draws this season, two last season, and then um, he goes up. Yeah, and the season before, I think that the last draw we had were Burnley away when Egan scored that sort of half follow. I was going to say,
0: we didn't used to draw under Wilder. I think, I think in the Championship, we were just like won or lost, basically, in, in Wilder's yeah. first season in the Championship. So, yeah, draws were uh, quite a foreign concept
1: for us. And um, to be honest, I'd have taken, if you'd have given me Three points out of West Brom and Birmingham. Mm. I wouldn't have been that unhappy with that. I, I don't think it's perfect, but I think we can go into the West Brom game now, with uh, without that sort of we need to win this, if we would have only drawn or or lost to, to Birmingham, I think that would have been an even more pivotal game for mm-hmm. us than it than it will be on Wednesday. Well
0: you've set it up perfectly. Let's uh let's yes. hit a quick break and then we will get into that West Brom game. Hello, BladesPod listener. A quick break to tell you about a sponsor of this podcast, NordVPN. Now, I use NordVPN myself. It is a fast and secure service that significantly boosts my online privacy and security. It does this by encrypting my traffic on both web and mobile, so I never have to worry about unsecure websites, unsecure apps, unsecure public Wi-Fi networks. NordVPN takes care of all of that for me and a lot more as well. Uh, one of those things that uh, qualifies as a lot more, I suppose, is uh, the ability to change my virtual location with NordVPN with just a single click. And that gives me access to all kinds of streaming platforms uh, that are not available in the UK, which is a very, very handy feature, as anyone who has watched uh, football on a on a laptop screen, I suppose, maybe, maybe fully aware of that. So that is NordVPN, they are a sponsor of this podcast, as I said, and they have a special offer for BladesPod listeners. All you need to do is head to nordvpn.com slash BladesPod, or use the code BladesPod when you sign up, you'll get 70%, or 70%, off your NordVPN plan, plus an additional month for free. It is also completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. So that's nordvpn.com blazepod, or use the code blazepod when you sign up and you get a 70% off. Thank you very much for listening. Now back to the podcast. And we're back, and yeah, as you were saying before the break, mate. Oh, this is a spicy game now, and it on Wednesday night against West Brom. I remember when we lost four nil to them earlier in the season, uh, and while we were recording, I looked at when the rematch was, and I remember saying mm. on this podcast, "Right, we've got six months basically to get this ship right. You know, get it on on course, yeah. get in a better place." Read it because I want revenge. Because that game was humiliating <laughs> in the extreme. A team that, you know, West Brom are, uh, uh I don't mean to be offensive to West Brom fans, but they're kind of a nothing team to me. You know, they're not even. It's it's not a remote rivalry. I have no positive or negative no, feelings no, towards man. them, to be honest. But that was really humiliating that game, uh, and it yeah. really felt like, oh, this is. You know, things could go pear-shaped for us here, to be honest. We probably didn't say that out loud, but I imagine we no, were probably thinking it.
1: I didn't think we'd be, at this stage of the season, only three points off, And put it that way, because, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been getting some views from West Brom, obviously, for the view from and stuff, and they seem to think that that game for them was the best it got, which is mm. not that surprising, but I think it slowly, slowly got worse and worse and worse to the point where they absolutely hated Ishmael. And I, I didn't see one person who thought it was the wrong decision to, to get rid of him.
0: This is fascinating to me because they knew what they were getting. You know, <laughs> there's no surprise with Ishmael, is there? I mean, yeah. They basically got Barnsley 2.0. Barnsley made the playoffs last year, lest we forget. Yeah. yeah, um, And he was very effective. I, I'm really, I honestly, fascinated by the reaction to this. And I, I think... You know, I, I think uh, I think you nailed it, mate. I'm pretty sure you said, not only did you say the love Ishmael as long as the results are good, but as soon as yeah. they're not, they'll hate him because the football's turgid, which is also yeah. fair. But I believe in our preseason predictions, I believe you gave a bold prediction that at least one of the uh, managers of the three relegated teams would not be in a job <laughs> by, you might have said Christmas or something like that, but yeah, still an yeah. outstanding shout, mate. I, I didn't see well, this coming. I-
1: when obviously we were looking for a manager, I saw quite a few people actually saying, i oh, go and get him at Barnsley." And there, I didn't want it for a couple of reasons. One of them that he had that one season. I don't think you should ever appoint mm. a manager based on one good season because anyone, any manager can have one lucky good season. Which I'm not saying Ishmael did, but you know, I, I'm always a bit sort of if they've had one good season, it's like mm, not sure about him. But looking, I watched the playoffs and I looked at the Barnsley board, and Barnsley obviously had one of the best seasons they've had for years. Mm. And even they, that season, were saying when he left were saying, well, I'm not that bothered because it was, the football was that poor that I actually didn't really enjoy a lot of it that much. And this oh. is Barnsley in the bottom of the league now. I'm sure. Careful the what of the you league, wish though. for. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but I do understand what they were saying, and I thought for, I, I did think he'd struggle at a bigger club with bigger expectations because it's one thing getting the players for Barnsley and playing turgid football and sort of fighting against the odds and getting in the playoffs. It's a completely other thing completely other thing when you're expected to be in the top six and you're playing surged football and then the results obviously just fell off a cliff. I mean yeah. they were top of the league about two months ago.
0: They're still statistically they're still a really good team. Yeah. They've just
1: massively underperformed their numbers. It's so weird. They have the I think the third second, aren't they, in the XG, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're they ten goals, ten open play goals below their um their XG. And they're the set pieces they have the by far the highest set piece XG in the league, but they're like really mid table for set piece goals. They've only got eight goals from set pieces, which is
1: about four, four of them against
0: probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that is the difference between the two teams at the moment. We we're as you said, we're three points behind them with two games in hand, and their yeah. goal difference is six better than ours. So if you just yeah. basically if you just uh, eradicate the game that we've already played with them, we would be above them in the league. So uh, yeah, it's
1: going they... to be better than the form suggests, and obviously Bruce coming in. It's, I do, This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. Um, I think well, that uh, it's not about Bruce. It's just Bruce. Bruce's record against us is outrageous. I mean, I know we did the we beat the Birmingham Hoodoo last week, but is it played sixteen? I think this is right. Played sixteen against Bruce against us. Won fourteen. No, sorry, won twelve. Drawn two. Lost two other way around we'd, we'd...
0: Oh, as in that's Bruce's
1: record sorry, Bruce's against Sheffield against United Bruce. Yeah, yes yeah, I delivered that poorly yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so we against Bruce managed team we've won two we've won twice out of maybe 14 or 16 yeah and yeah lost like 12 of them as well uh, obviously we beat a Bruce team the last time for our first win in the yeah. Premier League against
1: Newcastle I actually looked at Bruce's record um, I'll come on to what West Brom things think about him but he's actually got a good record at this level he's managed 355 games at 1.6 points per game um, seven full seasons which will have got him a fourth on average now you could yeah. say that he's had some good players in that time obviously Hull spent big Birmingham one of the seasons he's just come down from the Premier League and obviously Villa massively underachieved there mm. I think I mean the positive fans West Brom who wanted him it's like basically the most positive thing I can find is someone put, he's probably not the man we want, but he's possibly the man we need. And then another one said... Actually Yeah. Yeah." (laughs) Another one said, a needs must appointment. Uh, And another one said, for those saying Bruce is like Pulis, if it's anything like Pulis, it'll be miles better than one Ishmael offered by comparison, so it'll be a relief. (laughs) That's
0: fascinating. Well, this is the thing with... I I wonder if this is actually not a bad thing for us, Bruce taking over, um, Mm -hmm. in terms of this one game. Because I still think West Brom are very well set. Like, if the Ishmael's West Brom would still cause us all sorts of problems. We'd have to play... Re- yeah, you know, they're yeah. still the team that moves the ball up the league quicker than any other team. They press the most in the league. They have vastly more uh, t- uh, turnovers of possession in the opposition's final third than any other team in the league. Now, Bruce comes in. Is he, is he going to scrap that? Is he going to be trying to stop a rot here and be like, hang on, let's just... We're going to be low block, much more defensive, much less in your face in the op- in your own yeah. third. You know, pressing down your centre backs. It might it might help us. Uh, you know, it probably won't because it's Steve Bruce and there's some yeah. crazy I, I voodoo fans, with this man. But yeah,
1: their fans are open. I think that he does go more attacking. They're well aware that he's not renowned for that. But I think from what I can gather, they, they lack a lot of creativity. At West Brom, like an individual player, since um, go on Dean Lagana. Oh yeah. Dion yeah, he's not, yeah, uh yeah, Dean and Garner, he's obviously <laughs> not there. And Pierre left, obviously, as well. And I think they really are struggling for creativity. And I think they're hoping Bruce goes back to that sort of I don't know, I mean they played all right stuff under under Billich, for instance, didn't they? And I suppose yeah. that's what they're gonna be hoping for again. The thing is Bruce is pragmatic. I think Bruce will um, I, 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 if you offered Bruce a draw on Wednesday, he'd take it. He's that sort of manager. He's, a, mm-hmm. you know, he's old school, sort of, yeah, take a point away, win at home. I, think he, I don't know. It could go either way. I don't know. I mean, I suppose on the one hand, they want to impress him. He's a steady pair of hands. He's not a terrible manager, Bruce. He's not, you know, he's not... They haven't appointed like a complete fool. <laughs> he's just really unimaginative, really dull. I will not want him here, but... Yeah. He's just steady, isn't he? He's just a steady pair of arms. And maybe with a with a squad that they've got, which is better than most others in the league, maybe he can get him over the line in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I, I really he did he feel He did well Wednesday, didn't he, in that short spell? I mean, it would be pretty yeah. similar to that. Obviously, West Brom start from a higher higher place than Wednesday were.
0: Yeah, he, he sort of jumped ships, didn't he, to go to Newcastle, which is yeah. fair enough, to be honest. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely, <laughs> it, yeah. That. Yeah, I'm just thinking a draw. Draw's not bad. I, I guess it just... Uh, it just oh, I shouldn't say this. It just feels like a little bit of a disappointment. Like, we're 10th. We're 10th. Like, let's not get too excited. We're still only 10th. Yeah. I was really glad that Sharp mentioned that in the, the post match yeah, yeah. interview, actually. The Sky uh, interview was like, you know, oh, are we getting the old Sheffield United back that saw them, you know, surge to the Premier League? It's like, well, yeah. we're 10th. We're, we're not getting that far. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine. He's
1: right. He's spot on. It's going to be a really difficult game. I think people look at the form and think, oh, we just smash them." You look at that team, and as you said, their XG's miles better than it was. I don't know if I'd have been... I don't know how it'll work with Ishmael not being there because I'd have been fearing them just as much or I'm not scared of them as I was earlier in the season. If you remember our pre-season... Sorry, our pre-match pod for the West Brom game in the season, we were both really, really worried. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried in that sense, but I do think they're a team that can cause us issues.
0: Imagine if they just scrap the long throw, if Bruce was like, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> I don't think Bruce will do Ding. that.
1: I think it might be Andy Carroll up front <laughs> on his own.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about Andy Carroll. We didn't mention him, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah Andy don't... Carroll over
1: there, up front on his Todd. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I'll tell you what they won't have this time, is that that bloke with a blooming towel in the stand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cleaning Callum the Callum uh, Robinson as well,
1: obviously, returning. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, I wonder what kind of reception he's going to I don't think think he's been playing lately, actually.
0: No, I'm just looking at his stats now. Actually, he started four games ago, and, yeah, he's just been coming off the Mm. bench. Do you know how many... So we played West Brom in the... okay. it was West Brom's third game of the season when they beat us 4-0, and Robinson obviously scored in that game. Do you know how many goals he's scored since then, which is 26 games? I'm going to say about three. Yeah, he's got two.
1: Yeah, I remember when he was scoring and obviously scored against us and he got a couple in quick-fire succession and a lot of our fans were thinking, and I were as well, what have we done? You know, swapping Oli Burke for Robinson. Mm. Seems like probably neither of them with the answer. Or, you know, I, I imagine West Brom fans are equally disappointed with, with him coming in as we are. Well, maybe not equally. Mm. But. Yeah, maybe not equally. <laughs> 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 gonna say, i going to say, I
0: definitely know who I'd rather have, but he's... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I'm... I'm... That's probably really unfair on Colin Robinson, but I don't think it's been a massive success for him either.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, he's on five goals in twenty-seven appearances, eight assists. That was pretty decent. He did get, he got a couple of assists the other day when they beat Peterborough. Yeah, their recent forms not a, uh, it's not great, is it? And they've they've played some poor teams as well. I mean, I'm looking they at Reading twentieth, Barnsley twenty-third. They lost to Derby. Okay, a mid-table technically. Cardiff twentieth only drew. They lost to QPR. They beat Peterborough, and then yeah, lost to Preston. Lost to Millwall the last couple of games. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, they're not places at twenty nine since the issue. No,
1: no, right. they have got a bit of a break, which might be good for with new manager coming in. But at the same time, Maybe. you don't. I, 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 don't think you can tell. I, th- I don't think Bruce will. I don't think they've been there long enough to make an impact in terms of. He's not going to sort of. Change that much I want not have thought in that week I still think they'll be very direct and I still think they'll be physically strong and again you know that's the things that we struggle with to be honest earlier on in the season so it would be interesting to see what we what we come up with
0: yeah what a what a prize mate going level on yeah. points with West Brom just in terms of where this team was and the bulk of this team as well like as in it's, it's mostly the same players who are at least in the squad anyway because we've not really signed that many players since then I don't think uh, maybe I suppose we'll get Gibbs White and um Well, to be
1: honest, I was looking at that squad last night, actually, in prep for this. And um, in that game, they had Verrips in goal, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: Bulldog right back. Imagine those two won't play. Um, Jack Robinson. uh, Jack Robinson, Ben Osborne, Egan and Basham played, uh, Sander Berger played, Fleck and Norwood, and then McGoldrick and Sharp. I think there'll probably only be four, maybe five players out of that team will be playing on Wednesday night.
0: Yeah, so what, Egan, Basham, probably Berger, Egan, probably Basham Norwood, and,
1: Sharp. I think yeah. Basham and Norwood are your definites. I imagine Sharp will probably play. I don't know if Berger will play two, yeah. two, two, in, two in short succession. He might do. I will not be surprised at all if Uran comes in. Um, but And Fleck as well. I don't think he'll play two in two.
0: Yeah. I, I'm really excited about this game. Like Just winning a, as it, as he kind of touched on earlier, winning against Birmingham just sets this one up so nicely. Because it would have yeah. been a, okay, we have to win that otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really difficult to make the playoffs, but uh, just imagining how we'd feel after a win is is very tasty some, indeed. some
1: uh, pretty uh, tasty fixtures as well this week. Um, mm-hmm. If you just bear with me, I meant to get this up earlier actually. Uh, it's like QPR it's, uh, Huddersfield or something like that? Or Blackburn. Q- uh, QPR Middlesbrough. Okay. Um, I'm sure Bombay and Forest have got Stoke. There's definitely another one where there's a big Big, oh, no, Forestdale Concert, This all right. Hang on, there's another one. Obviously, it was in uh, Blackburn Forest.
0: There's, oh, Blackburn Forest, right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so uh, getting, to, getting to crunch time. I mean, the, I can't remember where I heard if it was just the commentators or maybe someone on Twitter or something like that, but just sort of this feeling that our season is only just sort of starting. Maybe it was Deadbat mentioned it in his yeah. report, actually. But um, Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, the last... Yeah, it just feels like we've gone through a preseason, and now we know what we're doing a little bit, and then it
1: does. It does feel like that. It, I mean, the the problem is we we've come from that far behind. That is yeah. what's going to fail, as if anything fails, as you'd have thought. I think that start is what we'll all look back on and say, if only we'd have you know got a couple of more wins in those early games or whatever. Yeah. But as you said, the momentum is with us. But the is... I look at it now. I'm looking at this league. Huddersfield are fifth. I've not seen them play well personally, but they must be decent to to be thirty games in and be fifth. We've mm-hmm. got three games in hand in mind: uh, Middlesbrough, <laughs> and Forest, and us. Look like the three who are really pushing for it, and I think one of those three, alls Middlesbrough and Forest, aren't going to get in there.
0: Yeah, indeed, it's uh, it's two tough games coming up. You know, we've we, it hasn't been that bad a, a run of fixtures as you mentioned, but uh, no. West West Brom are what are they sixth as it stands? Yeah, uh, and of fifth. fifth, and yeah, I guess hold on, you know. All
1: well, have been in decent ones. form, and they lost yesterday. But obviously, before that, like, they beat Bournemouth and Blackburn, didn't they?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then mm, so, <laughs> Yeah, we. And it
1: was way too early and stuff. But if we win the next two, we're definitely going on.
0: <laughs> oh, what what a, what a week it could be! But let's uh, let's just get through this West Brom game, get some revenge. Um, I am fired up for this one, and I hope the uh, I hope it's a better atmosphere than our last home game as well, seeing as it's. It's weird, isn't it? We still, you know, we, we didn't play a home game for like two months and then we yeah. go another three weeks or whatever between I think them. will
1: be, I, I said, I mean, I hope it will because I'll be proven wrong as usual. But <laughs> against Luton, I sort of stuck up, for, not stuck up for our fans, but I said, it's hard to get behind something or get excited about something when mm. you're so far off. When even though you've got the games in hand, you still, you beat Luton, I think we were eight points off. Now, with this game, I think he's got like a real... You know, There really is something to play for. I mean, we probably won't get into the playoffs if we win or anything like that on the night, unless we win like 6-0 and everyone else loses. But yeah. we'll get to a point where we will almost certainly be just a point maybe two off the playoffs.
0: This is our biggest home game in a long time, I think.
1: Biggest ever, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think obviously we, we, we only had fans at one home game last season. So yeah. we're going back to the previous Premier League season. Yeah. And obviously we... Did so well that we weren't really in any peril by some no, of no. boxing uh, no. day, were
1: we? You could say in hindsight the palace game were massive purely because yeah. if we haven't won that, we'd have known where it had gone. But I know I do know what you mean in terms of the uh sort of trying to preempt what could be a pivotal game. This is definitely up there.
0: Yeah, what's what's at stake. So uh
1: yeah, we've got two games in hand on them as well. I mean yeah. Uh-huh. I know games in hand are nothing, but you know, we win that level on points with two games in hand. We've got three games in hand on Udersfield. Yeah, it's mad. Huddersfield play every day, I swear have <laughs> not missed a week. They play three games a week, every week. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're I'm fit. I'm the Cup as well.
0: Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> um, this, uh, so Steve Bruce, I, I think it was Adam Blade tweeted this. I think I sent it to you as well. Yeah. So Friday night we played Birmingham, who were oh. managed by Steve Bruce yeah. uh, on Oh, God, no, I've messed it up. I can't remember what it was. Oh, of course, yeah, Wednesday night we play West Brom, who are currently yeah. managed by Steve Bruce. Next opponent is Huddersfield, formerly managed by Steve Bruce. Game <laughs> after that, Hull, also formerly managed by Steve Bruce. So, yeah, the the Steve Bruce derbies just uh, just keep coming, mate. What I'll mate. say about
1: that is Steve Bruce has managed a lot of teams. <laughs> <laughs> he has. He loves doing a United rivalry. Wednesday. Yeah, United yeah. Wednesday, Birmingham Villa, West Brom. Uh, yeah. Who were the other one? He's a Newcastle Sunderland, obviously. Newcastle yeah, Sunderland, yeah. He just got
0: them all. He likes making enemies, obviously. He's, he's a. Yeah,
1: thick, he's just waiting for that man. New man City job to come off, and I'll be on
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Right, two, two. Let's hit these quickly just before we finish up, mate. Uh, Luke Freeman, we we mentioned on the last podcast that. Uh, Rumours were that he was joining Luton on loan for the rest of the season. We were half right. He's joined Millwall on loan for the rest of the season. Yeah, what's the the deal with Millwall?
1: Yeah, Freeman and Burke off our our hands. uh, It's weird with Luke Freeman because I still had this sort of, I think throughout his spell over the the last couple of months, I I always had this sort of, he might still come good because I'd seen Mm. him play that well against us. But obviously, it's definitely time for him to to, to move on to pastures now. Um, Did Millwall play this weekend?
0: Uh, No, I don't think they did. I guess they were supposed to play. I think their last game was the West Brom game, actually. Uh,
1: No, Preston. They drew 0-0 with Preston. Uh,
0: That was on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Didn't play this weekend.
1: Uh, Uh, I was doing a bit of a loan thing. Oli Burke apparently had a good game in that one. Mm, was Freeman? Did he sign for them then? No, yeah, he, he he had signed, but he wasn't he wasn't in the squad. So I imagine yeah. it been too early. So, to, but yeah, some of the Birmingham fans were saying it uh, looks really exciting. If you can just get that final tour, like, yeah, <laughs> is that Burke? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so it's probably the know, last. He's replaced Jed Wallace, which is interesting. Where's he gone? No, he's he's still there, but he's been dropped to the bench, and they, they seem to think that's a better option. Why um, don't they the send Jed Wallace to us? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think that one through, did they? Um,
0: yeah, so that's probably the uh, the end of Luke Freeman's Blades career, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, end Never of the asked. season. We'll, Seven we'll million, I
1: think we paid for it or whatever it was. It's... Nah, it wasn't that much for
0: it. I thought that was Callum well, Robinson. I think we paid like not. three and a half for. Uh, Unless I'm mixing them up, I, I, I can't. it was a record signing, but it wasn't that much, I don't think. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a bit. Either way, way.
1: I, expected him, I didn't expect him to maybe. Maybe I thought the Premier League might have been a step too far for him. He'd never played there, but I didn't expect him to be as yeah, uh, have less impact, uh, as little impact as he did.
0: Yeah, I think we we used him badly, and uh, he played badly, even when he was used properly, if you, you want to put it that way. Five so, million. Um, Talk sport. Million. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, hope he, uh, I don't know. I've very little. I think we said said this about someone else as well. Just like I don't really have any sort of feelings, positive or negative, towards him. I, apart from mm-hmm. I was really excited when we signed him, and then obviously I feel like an yeah. idiot now. But I don't know. I sort of don't really feel that's totally his fault in a way. Like we signed him to play, uh, we signed him to be the Mark Duffer replacement, and then just decided not to play that way instead, and played. A I don't know if you saw midfield.
1: Billy Sharp. Uh, do you know that the Sheffield the United put up? Uh, Every goal he's ever scored in the championship for us.
0: It's twenty-seven minutes long, so I need. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I started it and was like, okay, this is
1: longer than I thought. I couldn't sleep a couple of nights ago, (laughs) and I thought I'll watch this. And Mark Duffy. It's weird because all the goals were, were Billy Sharp's. And I came out, my my conclusion was Mark Duffy were amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, good, <laughs> you were good conclusion. In
1: absolutely everything that season. <laughs> I,
0: I'm pleased he finally arrived at that realization. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, sa- we've saved a bum note to the end, unfortunately. That is uh, entirely accidentally. But uh, Rian Barista's injury is mm. significantly worse than, uh, well, certainly than we hoped and uh, yeah. probably than we feared, to be honest. He's. He's basically out indefinitely, isn't he? There's no time scale on his return. Oh, uh, such a shame. No- such oh, a shame. No. The noises Heckingbottom was making sort of suggests there's, I don't know, there's, there's probably every possibility he doesn't play again this season. You know, maybe we decide that's not worth rushing him back for
1: at all. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really frustrating. I mean, hmm. on the positive news, I said to you, we've lost Brewster, but Gibbs White's back, all being well. They don't get injured. But. It was, it was just coming into it, weren't I? I think his performances in the last few weeks were just his best ones by a mile.
0: Yeah, I think you know there was this, there was a, a sense that you know the fans were really behind him and in, enjoying how he was how he was playing and the effort he was putting in. And yeah, it's it's gutting, mate. I, I really hope it's not that serious. And you know, even if he is out for the end the rest of the season, then. He's ready to go basically in the summer and it isn't a long term thing. But yeah, yeah just, just oh, I feel so sorry for him. Like, awful yeah. timing, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's being well rewarded financially. Yeah, and, and United, I always another one
1: that I forget how young he claimed. is.
0: Yeah, was he 21?
1: He's, yeah, it's, I don't, is he even 21? But, uh, whatever mind. he is. But he's had a really. The only worrying thing for Brewster, and they've all been different injuries, so I'm not too worried. He had, he had a long layoff before he signed for us. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Mm, I don't actually uh,
1: yeah he were out for something like four or five months or something like that when he were at Liverpool uh, obviously he weren't big news so he went playing for Liverpool and then since he's come to us he's he's picked up these odd injuries here and there and now he's obviously got a bad one but yeah um, like I say he's still only 21 so let's hope he can yeah get get yeah. back he's going to be here next season now is he whatever so we'll, I'm sure we'll see him again
0: yeah yeah so uh, fingers crossed for a swift recovery oh and actually one final thing uh, talking to players who are going to be here uh, until next season at least Sander Berg ended the curse, which I have been loathed to bring up. But yeah. it's actually more—it's even more stupid than I imagine. I saw Richard Sutcliffe of The Athletic tweet this. That win on Friday against Birmingham is the first time that we have won a game with Berger starting in the league anyway since July
1: 2020. And for I the mean, record, it's 2022. It's bad. I, I'll stick up for him by saying we've not won much and he's not played (laughs) much.
0: That that is the reason, that is the reason. But it's still stupid.
1: It it is awful. I mean, he even came on against Preston with 10 minutes to go with 2-0 up and we drew, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I guess he did the same against Preston at home. Ah, oh, that Preston home game, mate, because I've had this in my mind for a little while. And so when Berger scored in that home game, yeah. and I was thinking, stick your curse up your wherever.
1: Yeah. And, yeah,
0: uh, and then, of yeah. course, we conceded in like the 93rd minute, and he still doesn't win a plumbing game, even though he came off the bench in that one. There's
1: going to be loads of games if we don't get in the playoffs where we're going to go, if only, oh. Oh. we're going to have only held on against them. Preston yeah, at home, Preston yeah. away, two that massively stand out in that sense. Yeah, they're they're on my list. Preston, but, the uh,
0: <laughs> he he ended the curse. So uh, yeah, I, I can retire my version of the Sanderberg song that goes, "He's Norwegian. He's stuck with the blades till next season. We never win with him on for some reason. He's Sanderberg." So there you go. The Get only the rendition. That I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be pleased that I didn't sing it. I just recited it like some kind of uh, I don't know slam poetry. Right. Uh, well, we we're, we're off to a bad start in terms of doing these quickly. Uh yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna yeah, have to yeah. do another one in like four days' time, but uh, let's yeah, hope we Yeah, well, we're if in... we lose that one, we'll just say oh, lost. We'll you like rubbish? Yeah. <laughs> on to the next one. Um, yeah. What? Uh, what do you want to plug, mate? Before we get out uh,
1: of here, I'm going to be throwing view from from all angles uh, this week, obviously. Like, but yeah, the the, the the Birmingham fans were actually decent on the whole. They're obviously upset about the offside, which uh, we would be. I'm not going to criticise them for that, but a lot of them did say that we deserved the win. And um, I've just like got a few West Brom views, which are quite interesting actually. They, they all seem to say. They did happily take a point, point. Um, uh, and yeah, I think they're in a weird place, uh, West Brom, where it's sort of, they're not—they're they're delighted the manager's gone, but they've also got Steve Bruce, who's not <laughs> sort of whatever you think of him, he, he's got a decent record, but he's not the most exciting appointment, you know. I mean, I said to you in the last ten years, West Brom have had Pardew, Pulis, Bruce, and Allardyce, and Hodgson, if you want to put him in. I think Hodgson's un- unfair to put him in, but yeah. <laughs> Not it the is. most exciting managers. <laughs> and then and then
0: Ishmael, who's probably the least Ishmael. interesting of the
1: lot. And Gary Mixon, not so long ago as well.
0: So. <laughs> oh, you're going to get me feeling sorry for them at this rate. So <laughs> let's let's definitely end the podcast there. Come on, you Blades. I'm really looking forward to to Wednesday night. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's let's hope we can make it four in a row. And um, yeah, we'll we'll be in a great mood on Thursday if that's the case, mate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anything else to uh, anything else to mention? I reckon we've hit everything there.
1: I think we've done everything, mate, and I'll we well, yeah, I'll see you soon anyway, won't I? So Yes, hopefully see you for a uh, a pre match Bevy. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that is dot
0: Roy'sViewfrom.com, obviously. Uh follow Andrew at Panchero on Twitter. Follow me at Bladespod and uh, that's it. We're we are out here. Thanks very much for doing that on a Sunday night, mate. Really appreciate it, and I'll uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Hello again, Blades Pod listeners. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And thank you also to Nord Pass the leading password manager who kindly support this podcast. NordPass is brought to you by the cybersecurity experts who built NordVPN, another friend of the podcast, of course, who you will have heard earlier, and uh, are used by more than 14 million people worldwide to get added security and speed when using the old internet there. Uh, NordPass is everything I need in a password manager. It keeps all my passwords in one place. It's accessible with just a single master password, means that's the only thing I need to remember. And they can generate ultra secure new passwords with just a single click. Their autofill feature also helps me log in near instantly to whatever site or account I'm using, without having to rack my brains for whatever details I came up with months or years before when I created that account. And NordPass are offering a great deal to BlazePod listeners of this month. You can get 52% off NordPass if you sign up at nordpass.com slash BladesPod, or just use the code BladesPod on sign-up. That's 52% off a two-year plan, plus one month absolutely free. Head to nordpass.com slash BladesPod now and boost your own online security. Thank you once again for listening and downloading BladesPod. We'll be back after the next game.